On this week's episode of Saturation, Kate and Grace kick things off with a little Lenten season motivation. Kate is giving up Target and Grace is giving up gossiping. I know, we are so brave. Grace breaks down this week's Bachelor episode and Kate covers Kobe Bryant's heart-wrenching memorial service. Don't miss out! everyone and welcome to this week's episode of saturation we are so excited to be back i was just uh kate and i are on skype right now so he can see that i'm nice and um comfy in bed happy fat tuesday happy fat tuesday yes i usually record at my vanity but the seat at my vanity is a stool and it just feels so terrible on my back so um we're in bed today and Kate and I wanted to start off by talking about the fact that we are recording today. It's Fat Tuesday. Tomorrow when we post, it'll be Ash Wednesday, which marks the start of the Lenten season. How are we feeling? I am feeling like more motivated than I maybe ever have. Um, Hold on. I have a question. Yeah. I was moving my candle just now. No one can see me. but um, And I got some wax on one of the prongs one of is that what you call it the there's like three places where you can light it oh yeah yeah yeah. so it went out because it got wax on it is that bad i don't think so you might just have to like clip it off or something okay okay sorry had to interrupt for a small candle emergency i don't do i don't really do candles but my house is really small so it gets kind of stuffy so i've been having to use them and i got nervous Back to Fat Tuesday conversations. Yeah, I am feeling more motivated than I think I ever have. What? Um, I know. It's so crazy. I did, I remember like being really, really motivated maybe like freshman year of college because I remember I did plant based um, Lent that year. And I remember like I didn't want to be doing it during mom's weekend. So I had to do a bunch of like planning and scheduling. So I like did. Like for, or yeah, or no, maybe that was, it was either freshman or sophomore year because the other one I remember I did like a different challenge every week. Mm-hmm. So those two years I was really disciplined. And then I think junior and senior year, I just was not that disciplined. But this year I'm giving up four things. Tell us what they are. Okay. I'm giving up chocolate and cheese and I decided to do that instead of like sweets because like I did chocolate instead of sweets because with sweets I feel like there's always that slippery slope of like okay there's a cliff bar with chocolate chips in it but like I can justify that it's not a sweet but like great call yeah so I feel like I wanted to do something that was really clearly defined so that I wouldn't find loopholes which is why I decided on chocolate and cheese because I eat chocolate and cheese not together almost every day So I was like, okay, I think that'd be good. Mm, Yeah. And then I'm also giving up gossiping and swearing. Ooh. Two totally different spectrums, but also very good things to give up. Yeah, I I gave up gossiping and swearing last Lent, but, like, I I think I did a pretty good job at swearing, but gossiping is a little hard for me. It is hard. It's (laughs) it's hard for everybody. Imagine. And, like, one of my friends that I love to gossip with is, like, pissed that I'm giving up gossiping. I'm like, honey. <laughs> like, It'll be okay. 
<laughs> it's such a bad habit. So it is. Yeah. What are you giving up? Well, I was going to say whenever you said you're feeling very motivated that I'll have whatever you're having because I have talked about this some so far this year in 2020, but I am not motivated at all. And it's it's to the point now where it's caused me a lot of anxiety that I'm not motivated because okay. last year I was in like such a groove. I was working out like four times a week. I was eating healthy. I was meal prepping and I'm just like, I'm like, okay, I'll do it tomorrow. But then I don't, I'm just, I'm, I'm real over, I'm overwhelmed with the fact that I can't get it together. So I'm trying to be, give myself a lot of grace and be very patient with myself, but it's not really working. So I've been saying that Lent is the new, new year because I feel like a lot of my things that I said I was going to do at the start of the new year, I'm trying to implement via Lent. Okay. (laughs) If that makes sense. So I'm giving up a few things. I'm giving up going to Target. <laughs> now, that might seem kind of dumb, and I was, th- I was thinking about it. I don't go to Target that often, but when I go, I go to Target. Like, I yeah. go all out at Target. I, yeah. You know, I'll go in with a small list and come out $150 later, and I just can't be doing that. Like, I just can't. Right. Um, and so, I'm just giving up going to Target, not you know, because it's necessarily bad for you, but I just need to stop that. I get it. This one girl in my Bible study, Uh like, did, like, a, like, gave up spending money recently. Hmm. And I was like, girl, you're better than I could be. I just, like, I don't know. I just go in there and I just lose control. And I don't like that. So I'm giving that up. I'm also giving up. This restaurant called Slim Chickens. I don't know if you've heard of it. It started. We have champagne, but I've never had it. Oh my gosh. It's like super good in Arkansas. It's kind of like Canes to Texas. Yeah. That's I'm, the vibe I got for sure. Yeah. I'm a big chicken finger aficionado. So I love chicken. And I go there at least once a week. And I just need to not do that anymore. Or, I mean, not anymore, but just for Lent. It's something that I really like. I enjoy. It's a lot of times I'm like, okay, I'll eat at home. Four nights in a row, and then I'll have slim. So I just need to, like, cut mm-hmm. it out. I'll probably replace it with something else, but at least it won't be slims, and it, you know. Exactly. Like, that's my thing with chocolate is, like, am I going to replace it with peanut butter cookies? Maybe. Mm-hmm. But, like, at least it's clearly defined. You know right. what I mean? Yes. I, I feel like that's, like, always the key. Because even with New Year's resolutions, like, I was looking back at old ones, and I would say, like, Stop comparing myself. And it's like, that's not really measurable. Like, at the end of the year, you can't be like, hmm, did I stop comparing myself? Right. Like, it's just, I I prefer doing things that are more like, you can check it off the list. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I agree. I'm also going to start during Lent. I'm also, like, a big fan of, like, adding things, you know? Uh, And so, I'm going to start meditating. I actually started the other day. And, uh that kind of goes into quiet time and all the other things, maybe some exercise, hopefully some exercise. I need to like get back in it, but I just need to like really start focusing and just breathing more. That was my word of the year. I think breathe. And I haven't been doing that. So (laughs) I need to like really, really hammer down. I so feel that. One of my friends was like, yeah, the other day I was in a really bad mood because I didn't meditate that morning. I mean, People that love it swear by it, and I really think it would be good for me. I could easily do it at home. I have a very quiet space. I don't live with anyone, so I'm going to give it a go. I like it so thus far, 
Um, Do you ever have a hard time waking up in the morning? Because, like, I have a morning routine, but I pretty much do it once I sit down at my desk. Because otherwise, I will wait until the very last second to get out of bed. Okay, well, tell me more about this, because I don't. I, I did, like, a year ago. I had a very good morning routine, and I don't now, and I don't know how to get one. Like, Yeah, so I think it started with me going into the new year, and I talked about it on the podcast. Like, I just was not feeling motivated or excited about the new year. Like, I was just not like I normally am. Yeah. So um, I, like, wanted to just be better about, like, quiet time, like you said, like talking to God every morning. Yeah. And that looks different for everyone I know. Mm-hmm. But for me, since like I said, I have a hard time like getting out of bed in the morning and I'll push it to the very last second. Same. Like, <laughs> um, I, but I get to work 30 minutes earlier than like everyone else. So when mm-hmm. I get there, I'll like sit down, write to the Lord. I, I, that's my newer thing. Like I've done it every day of 2019 or of 2020. Ooh. Um, not the weekends, but every weekday. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'll just, like, sit down and literally write, like, Lord, comma, and, like, pour out my heart for the day and, like, what I'm feeling and who I'm praying for and what I just need guidance on. Uh And, um, I've been really liking it because, like, today I was looking through some of my old ones, like, from the start of the year and just seeing, like, every day. Because you know how, like, you can say, like, oh, I've been praying about this for so long. Like, it's crazy to look back at literally every day so far of 2020 and, like, me asking for the same thing and being so persistent. Like, there's just Mm -hmm. something, like, amazing about that. Yes. Well, in my morning routine at work, I'll usually do, like, I have a planner that's my work planner, my personal planner. I read a chapter of the Bible, and I started in 2020 at Genesis. Mm -hmm. Like, going through, I'm trying to go through the whole thing. And then I write to the Lord. And that's pretty much, like, my morning routine, aside from, like, hot, basic hygiene and stuff that right, I do at home. Right, right, I like that. I just think, like, I like whenever last year, whenever I was going to my to a trainer, LOL, I got it for Christmas, but I, um, like, there are so many even simple workout things that I can do at home. So I just want to start waking up earlier, getting up. Like, once I'm up, I'm good, but I have to, I'm kind of like you were saying. Getting out like, of the bed I'm is hard. I'm a morning person than I am a night owl. Like, because yeah. once I'm up, I am good to go, but it's hard for me to wake up. Yeah, same. And so I think, like, I just want to start getting up earlier and doing some of the workouts at home for now until I can get in the routine of working out and then maybe going back to the gym, like, building my way up. But I want to do the quiet time. I want to do the meditation just because I feel like I need to be more grounded, you know? Like, I need to be... Totally. Yeah, like, I don't know. I'm, I'm, for some reason, this year, my confidence has taken a hit. Like, 2019, great confidence, and then the clock struck midnight on New Year's Eve, and it, like, went somewhere. I don't know. I don't know where it went. So, I'm, like, needing to do that. I'm needing to get that back, because I think that's a good foundation for other things. And so... Totally. Uh, it's just so frustrating. But I'm glad that we're not alone in it. You know, that's always totally. comforting. Yeah. Um... So maybe we guys can we can keep you guys up to date on our progress. Also, I want to start reading more. Like, there's so many things that I want to do. I know that's the thing is like it's so hard when there's so much you want to do, like us, but you work um, 40 hours a week, so yeah. you don't really like have 
time and you have to get your eight hours of sleep in and your workout in and yeah. eat. Yeah. And it's just like, I can only sign up for so much at this point. Yeah. I know. But it's, and I think too, like social media, we always talk about social media and the positives and negatives, but like I was watching the other day, like this video that Kris Jenner posted and they were like asking her boss lady questions and she went through her whole morning routine and I'm like, like, I, I see how she does it, but I'm like, how does she do it? Like, how does she physically, like, like it all makes sense lined out. I don't know. I think that's just social media playing into that. But um, I don't know. Hopefully, I mean, I think we can do it. We just have to like. I know. I thought about giving up social media for Lent. Me too. Hey, let me give you a tip because today I was like, should I give up? I didn't, with our jobs, we just can't. Like, it's just, it, it doesn't work that way. Like, I'm yeah. on social media so much of the day, I just can't, like, delete apps. But today on Instagram, I went and I muted a lot of people. And not people that I have issues with, but people that I'm constant, like, just, I, I spend too much time. And so, if, if like, like, for example, with stories, if I see stories, I want to watch as like, I'm like, I just keep watching. And so, I just went. And for now, not forever, but for now, muted a lot of people so that I'm only getting on Instagram and seeing the things that I need to digest, the things that good that are good for me to digest. The people that yeah. I know that give me positivity, all the things that I get joy from news-wise and entertainment-wise and friends and family like you and et cetera. So that is, yeah. that is my tip to you. Muting people is yeah. a really good tool. That is good. I've tried doing that with exes before, but you know I'm too crazy. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> but um I'm I yeah I wanted to do social media but I just don't think I'm ready mentally and I'm trying to become a TikTok star so I saw your TikTok Oh yeah, we need to talk about that too. Um Kate, I I have another dance ready to go, but I look like a doofus every time I do it. No, no, no. This is the thing that I've learned from. Do you, have you followed all the TikTok stars like Charlie D'Amelio? Yes. Okay. They just do it. Like you just have to do. It. Like I think the stupider the better, almost. Kate, it's hard. When though. I posted that TikTok, it got shared eighty nine times. Shared. Yeah. Since I have a business profile, I can see how many people shared it. It doesn't show me who, but I can see the quantity. Oh. 89 people shared it. And of course I'm telling myself that they're saying that it's incredible and amazing. Nah, uh, I mean, wait, I did not know you could see that how many shares. Oh, honey. Yes, you can see how, if you have a business profile, you can see how many people shared it and um, how many people saved like your posts and stuff. I oh. love I'm looking at my settings right now. This was not planned to be talked about, you guys, but I need to know. Like, let me show you my Christmas photo, my Christmas Eve photo. Uh -huh. If you press view insights on it. Oh, you're talking about on Instagram. Yeah. Oh, I thought you were talking about on TikTok. I was like, what? Wait, no. so 89 people shared your TikTok. Yeah, because I posted on my Insta story. Oh. 89 times. I see, I see. Okay, we're on the same page now. So, yeah. Oh. My Christmas Eve photo got shared 93 times. Oh, like sent message to people. Yeah, like people like sent it to each other. Okay, I see, I see. Oh. Isn't that some tea? 
Yes. I, I like kind of knew that was there, but I kind of forgot. A lot of people like get so butthurt about it, but I'm like, honey, if they're saying mean or nice things, they're still talking about me and that's all I care about. That is really, 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 really funny. I know. Don't you love looking at it? Oh, no. I'm a, I don't know if this is good for me. Oh, it's... you. Like, Kate, I get why it wouldn't be, but you literally have to tell yourself, oh, they're talking about, like, how amazing I am. That's what I do. Oh, this is addicting. Okay, well, now we know. <laughs> I know. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Guys, um, I'm watching Kate realize this, and it's so fun. I love sharing this with people because they're always, like, mind-blown, like, one of my friends put her Instagram on public to see this. Oh. I'm looking at this one. Oh, okay. Some of these are pretty surprising. I also like looking at the saves because I feel like that's what people do, like, for inspo and stuff. Ooh. You know? <gasps> I didn't even notice the saved until now. Yeah. You can see how many people saved it. Oh my gosh, now that we've had a whole training session on Instagram Insights. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, that's good. So we're ready for Lance. I saw you got the baby out of the um, king cake. I did. That's supposed so, to be like a really good thing. I know. I tied it to my keychain as like good fortune for the rest of the year. Ooh, I like that. A lot. Yeah. Um, okay, well, we will keep each other hold each other accountable to our Lenten promises and we will also um uh we'll keep you updated on our progress yes I will love that because I'm trying to take some of Grace's motivation and hopefully I'm gonna be really disciplined you guys like I don't want to slip up at all gossiping is gonna be the hardest <laughs> it's you can do it I literally love talking crap so much. It's just, it's bad. Does that include about celebrities? No, more okay. like malicious, like people I know, like just talking mean about them. <laughs> okay, okay. I was about to say, if that includes celebrities, ee, this could be a problem. Like celebrity gossip doesn't count because they like, yeah. Yeah, I get you, I get you. Um, okay, speaking of celebrities, should we finally talk about some? Yeah, let's do it. Okay, thank you all for listening. Yeah, that went like that was like unexpectedly longer than we were planning on, but a twenty-minute Lenten, um, uh, a twenty-minute Lenten inspo session. You're welcome. Yeah. Uh, okay, so we're each gonna do our topic of the week. We're gonna do one combined topic of the week that's kind of important happening in the news. We're going to do Song of the Week. We're going to do Saved on Instagram. Do you want to start with your topic of the week or shall I? Yeah, I'll start it. Okay, great. I'm fascinated. I really have a lot of questions. So Yeah. So if you guys have been listening for a while, you know that Kate does not watch The Bachelor, but this girl does. Um, so last night we had the Fantasy Suites episode. Okay, question. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I'm going to be interrupting with a lot of questions because I have a lot. So. I, I, the answer. Fantasy Suite, has Hometowns happened yet? Yes, Hometowns happened last week, so he oh, met... So it's like almost the end. Dude, it went so fast, you have no idea. Like, it's wild. That seems really short. Is this normal? 
literally, Cade, like, it went from me being like, oh, my God, we're never going to get through this, to them being like, so hometowns are next week. And I'm like, whoa, 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 what happened? Like, wow. and it's so crazy because I remember he sent home this girl, Sydney, like, before hometowns. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, my gosh, like, he seemed like he really liked Sydney. But then all of a sudden I'm like, oh, well, I guess hometowns are next week. So he had to, like, start making hard decisions. Crucial. Like, I'm yeah. Okay, sorry. So, it really crept up on me. So, they had hometowns last week where Peter met Kelsey, Victoria, Hannah Ann, and Maddie's parents. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't say any of them went amazingly well. Okay. Um, But, like, I feel like that's kind of understandable. Just hometowns are always more difficult when it's the girls' parents because they just tend to be more protective over, like, their little girl. Yes. That makes sense. Yeah, so they're always, like, grilling the guy a little bit more and Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. just being overly protective. And Victoria's hometown went horribly. But let me just say, never in the history of Bachelor Nation have I fallen asleep during an episode. (gasps) Let alone hometowns. And this fell asleep during hometowns. That's how unbelievably bored I was. Oh, no. This season, Cade, has not, like, that's why I barely talked about it, because it has not even been worth discussing. Like, he is just so immature, he is so insecure, and he just, like, speaks in cliches. Like, I don't believe anything he says, and I don't think he has very much depth, nor strong decision-making. Ooh. Yeah. Pilot Pete. It the same. Like someone, someone tweeted like, "I know it's a reach, but can we send Peter home this week?" <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. It was so funny. The tweets have been hilarious this season. Um, Wait, so uh, you would think he'd be better since he was like one of the five, which I guess they're always one of the finalists from previous favorites. I kind of had a funny feeling this would happen. Like I was pushing hard for Tyler. Or Mike. Right. But I always said, I'll be happy with Tyler, Mike, or Peter. But Peter was kind of like the bronze medalist on my list. And mm. then Mike was the silver medalist. And of course, we all know Tyler was the gold medalist. And always Oh, so Peter is bronze. Yeah, but last night the drama was. Yeah, tell us. So Fantasy Suite last night. Yes, yeah, so Fantasy Suite episode was last night. And they showed a clip after the rose ceremony, after hometowns, Madison pulled... Peter aside. Now, Madison, for context, is a crowd favorite. She is, like, mm-hmm. a woman of the Lord, beautiful, exudes joy. Like, Cade, you would love this woman. Like, she would be your Tyler. A hundred thousand. Oh. oh, no. Wait, I feel like I need to go look this person up. I'll send her, I'll send you some of her TikToks and, like, cute clips and stuff. Uh, you would love her so much. Oh. And she's one of the crowd favorites. Um, incredible family, um, and she pulled him aside after and said, like, I just want to be clear, and also, he took her on, like, the first one-on-one date, and for their first one-on-one date, he met, or she met his family at their vow renewal. So his mom has known, his mom and dad have known her since week one. They love her. His, his parents. Yes, his parents. She Uh met them, like, week one on their first one-on-one date. And, um... 
She's beautiful. So she pulled them aside after the rose ceremony and said, like, just so you know, going into fantasy suite week, if I find out that you slept with the other girls, that's going to be really hard for me and I won't be able to stay. <gasps> and also she's um, saving herself for marriage, but he doesn't know this yet. Mm-hmm. So he goes, he says, understood, got it. And I'm thinking like, he really likes this girl. Like, it's obvious to me that she is his favorite. And so I'm thinking, like, maybe. But also because I know Peter and how horny and insecure he is, I'm like, there's no telling how this is going to go. Mm-hmm. So they first one-on-one date, Hannah Ann. Because I also thought, oh, maybe he'll make Maddie the first one-on-one date. Or the first fantasy suite date. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, Finish his business and then see how he's feeling about the other two. Oh, no. He saved Maddie for last. Of course. Of course. First was Hannah Ann. They slept together. Then was Victoria. They slept together. Then was Maddie. They had a lovely day together. They're sitting at dinner. And he says, about what you said last week at the rose ceremony, I do have to tell you um, I was intimate this week. And she, and he like put off saying it for so long. I'm like, spit it out. (laughs) She like got really upset, like got up and was like crying outside a little bit. And he's, I really think Cade that he thought I'm going to do whatever I want. Apologize. She'll forgive me and we'll live happily ever after. Mm. Sweetie wanted his cake and eat it too. She said, um... Yeah, that's not how that works. I clearly <laughs> outlined my expectations. You did not meet them. Therefore, I'm leaving. Uh-uh. And the episode ended with her just walking away from him. We don't know if she's going back to her hotel room, if she's going home. I hope to God she's going home because, as my brother put it, mm-hmm. if Maddie doesn't win, the earth is flat. But at the same time, he does not deserve her. Mm. And they showed a preview of next week of his mom. Crying, sobbing, saying, bring her home. Go get her. We all know who it's about. Oh. Yeah. Why do they always make such dumb decisions? Because, no offense to your species, honey. Yeah. But men (laughs) don't get it. It's like they have a perfectly good thing right in front of them, but they need to just yeah. Try out the Costco samples before they buy what they know they want. You're right. And that's the tea on that. So I will keep you posted on how that plays out, but I'm pretty sure I know. Oh. Okay, so... Uh, I just... I, I did see one interview of him on the carpet, on some carpet yesterday, or maybe it was mm-hmm. after the episode or something. And... Okay. They asked him something, and he was like, what, about the whole, like, sleeping with multiple people, and he was like, well, it's just been really hard. And I was like, it's been really hard not to sleep with, like, if the girl that you really like asks you not to, I don't know. That literally is how he feels, Kate, that, like, his life is so hard that he was given an ultimatum. And I'm like, oh, yeah, rough life. Yeah. That is crazy. Tyler Cameron is doing ab workouts on TikTok update. <laughs> I saw those this morning. Oh, my God. Those are the things I'm going to be doing in my home. You know, the at-home workouts I talked about? 
Yes, <laughs> honey. Oh my god. <laughs> Catch me I'm next. I'm going to follow right now. <laughs> um. Okay. Well, thank you for the bachelor update. And yeah, like you said, you'll keep us me really. Informed. Yes. I okay. will keep you posted. My topic of the week is a little more somber. Um, yesterday, Monday the 24th in LA at the Staples Center, they held the memorial for Kobe Bryant and his daughter Gianna, um, Gigi Bryant, who passed away in January, as we have discussed at length on this podcast. Um, and I just wanted to kind of talk about it because it was the craziest thing. Um, like... I have so many facts, and I, I, I watched a lot of clips. I feel like I probably ended up watching pretty much the whole thing. Um, so let me just go down this list of things and kind of uh, just talk about the whole memorial service. The funeral, or sorry, the family had a private burial funeral service earlier, but this was kind of a celebration of life for all his friends and fans. Um, like I said, it was at the Staples Center, and that seats thousands of people, and it was sold out. Um, the proceeds from the ticket purchase, uh, they all went to support a foundation that was created in honor of Gigi and Kobe um, for women's sports um, in underserved communities. Um, so that's really cool. I mean, I didn't even know that you could buy a ticket. I didn't, I, obviously, I, we don't live in LA, so I didn't know anything about that. But um, it was sold out, and so all the profits um, proceeds went to that. If you want to learn more about it, you can go to mamba3.org to support. Um, all the attendees that were there received a t-shirt and a program that were filled with pictures of the daddy-daughter duo. Um, and even the tickets had the um, Psalm 23 on the back of them, which I thought was really kind of cool. I mean, I don't know, kind of giving everybody a little takeaway and a little bit of Christ. So I thought that was a cool... Um, way to do that. Um, the stage, the main stage, was surrounded by 30,000 red ro 35,000 red roses. Um, mm -hmm. It looked really pretty. And, um, I mean, they transformed that vast, that arena. I thought it was crazy. Um, there were, of course, a ton of celebrities there. You had Gabrielle Union and her husband, Dwayne Wade. You had J-Lo and A-Rod. You had Queen Latifah. You had Shaq. You had Snoop Dogg. You had Michael B. Jordan. You had Beyonce and Jay-Z. You had Christina Aguilera. Um, Jimmy Kimmel was there, and he kind of acted as the MC for the whole thing, um, which was really interesting. Um, I watched his, like, opening of the services, and... Um, he talked a lot about uh, how Kobe's death had this like worldwide impact, not just in LA or in the United States, but everywhere. Um, and uh, one of the things that he said that I thought was really kind of funny that made everybody laugh, he said, I mean, in places where he would be booed on the court, he is extremely missed, which is so, I mean, so crazy how that works. So even other like opposing rival teams are mourning the loss of Kobe. Um, he, uh, also made everyone kind of pass the peace and, um, greet like, you know, like you do in church kind of at the end of his mm -hmm. little speech. And he just said, you know, tell the people you love, tell, tell the people around you, you love them. It's nice to meet them. It's nice to see them. So I thought that was a really kind of, um, cool way. You also had Kanye West, Kim Kardashian, Chloe Kardashian, Kris Jenner, they all sat in a row. They were all in attendance. Um, one thing that I thought was kind of, it made me laugh a little bit. And I was kind of judging, but then I was like, you know what? 
I can't really judge because I might do the same thing if I was in that situation. But it was very dark in there. It was not outdoors. And so many people had on sunglasses. Oh, really? Which I guess that's kind of to hide if you're emotional. Um, But, like, I think all the Kardashians did except for Kim. Or Kim. or Kim or Chris, one of them didn't. Um, A-Rod had on sunglasses, Dwayne Wade. A lot of the guys had on sunglasses, which I thought was really interesting. Beyonce kept on her sunglasses. Um, so there was a, and there's a bunch of legendary NBA players that were there. I read a whole list, but um, I didn't yeah. want to read it all. So um, interesting, Beyonce um, opened the uh, ceremony. She kind of kicked things off by singing her hit songs XO and Halo, which were apparently some of Gianna and Kobe's favorites. Yeah, I get chills. I really do. Right? Interesting fact about this that I want us to briefly kind of touch on. I read this whole article about how Beyonce um, didn't allow photographs of her on stage and didn't allow, like, footage. And I saw, like... A couple of things here and there, but not a lot, like, at all. That's interesting. I didn't know that either. Um, and I don't know if that's 100% true, but, like, when I was looking back, like, I saw a lot of, uh, like, a lot of pictures of a lot of other people that were on stage, but not a ton of her. Um, I think it would be really weird to go to somebody and say, yeah, I'll perform at your husband and daughter's funeral, but I can't, photographs can't be taken. That seems like a weird demand to make in that type of situation, but who knows? She's Beyonce. Yeah. Agreed. Uh, I saw like a, like someone that works at Staples said that they all had to go around and like make sure photographers weren't taking pictures during her performance. Wow. Yeah. Really, really interesting. Just kind of little tidbit about her. Yeah. Um, it seems like that's like maybe the one situation where you'd be like, if it happens, it happens. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, kind of after a short introduction um, and public service address, um, Beyonce took the stage and, like I said, she sang. And then she said during her performance, um, I'm here because I love Kobe. Um, and she also said, um, when she was singing Halo, that Halos don't fade away. Um, and at the end of it, uh, she blew a kiss and muttered, I love you. Uh, also, Christina Aguilera did a beautiful beautiful rendition of Ave Maria. Um, she looked great. She sounded great. It was very appropriate for the um, time, I thought. Um, so, she did that. Also, Vanessa Bryant, who is Kobe's wife um, and the mother to their four children, um, got up. Did you see any of the clips of her speech? Honestly, Kate, it's in my YouTube watch later because, like, I couldn't do it last night. No. Listen. I was like, I really just need to emotionally prepare myself for this one because... So, I, I have it saved to my watch later, but it's going to take a special occasion. Yeah. No, I don't blame you. It is super emotional. She was up there for a really long time. Um, a couple of highlights from her speech. Uh, one of the interesting things is that on the day of, when she got into the arena... She didn't know if she was going to be able to go up there and make this speech. So they did not plan on her to go up there. She and Jimmy Kimmel had a signal. And if she gave him the signal, he was to introduce her after his, after someone. I don't remember. And she, she gave the signal and Michael B. Jordan helped her up on stage. And she delivered her, um, 
I guess, testimony-ish, or just, like, her speech. Um, so, yeah, she was, she was just, she didn't know if she was going to be able to do it, but she did it, and she did a phenomenal job. I, can, I don't know how she, I mean, I was, like, like, I recently spoke at my grandfather's funeral, and I, like, got choked up one time, and, but I was, like, this woman, and she lost her husband and her daughter, and she's up there, and she's just, like, it was, it's really, really, really something special, so I encourage you guys to go watch it. Um, the hardest line that she said to me that just really got me, and, really like started the tears um, and she kind of got a little choked up over this but she said God knew that sorry God knew they couldn't be on this earth without each other he had to bring them home together just like the way she says it I mean yeah that's incredible so powerful I don't understand how she's that strong um and, you know, I probably need to take some of her strength and inspiration into my Lenten season now that I'm thinking about it. Yeah. Um, let's see. What else? She said, this is really cool, Grace. You might have seen this. She said that Kobe gave her the actual notebook and blue dress that Rachel McAdams used in the notebook film. Shut up. No. Like, for real. And when she got it, she, she asked why he chose to give that to her. And he said because... In the scene where she's wearing this dress, that's the moment that Allie comes back to Noah and they live on till they're old happily ever after. And, like, I was, and, and she said, like, we had planned to do. I cannot. It was, I mean, ugh. Ugh. And so the costume designer of that dress posted something and she didn't know where the dress had gone. She didn't know that they had it. And she said that, like, she felt so connected. And so, for her to say that at his service, like, that must have been a huge deal for them and a huge, um, that just shows how special their love and their bond was. Wow, that's incredible. At the end, of course, she received a standing ovation. Everyone was going crazy. Um, it was really special. After her, WNBA star, um, Deanna Rossi took the stage to talk about her time with Gigi. She's a very successful women's basketball player that had got to, um, do some coaching, et cetera, Gigi. And so her sweeps was really cool as well. Um, Beyonce was seen, she sat like right behind Vanessa and there's a clip of Beyonce holding Vanessa kind of as she's crying whenever, um, Rob Pelkin, who's the Lakers general manager and best friend to Kobe. He's also Gianna's godfather. He went up and spoke about them. Um, and the clip of Beyonce and Vanessa during that was really sweet. I didn't know they were that close. Um, but mm -hmm. that was really cool to see. Um, they also, uh, Rob said that that morning, uh, Kobe had been texting him about trying to get a young girl an internship and it was, like, right before the plane crash. And so um, he kind of just talked about that he was always championing for people, even right up until his death. So that was that was really cool to see. Um, I'm looking to see who else. Uh, one thing that was said in Ron's speech, he said that Kobe was uh, had recently learned Beethoven's Midnight Sa-Nada. Or I'm probably not saying that right, but it's a very historic, like, love song piece, I guess, that Beethoven wrote. Um, and so he learned to play it on the piano for his wife, to play it for his wife. And so after Rob 
um, got off stage, Alicia Keys came up and played on a purple piano that song by Beethoven. Um, it has no words, but she just played like, it's, you know, classical music. Um, and so that was super special um, to see as well. Michael Jordan spoke. Um, he got very emotional. And one of the things that he said, kind of lightheartedness, kind of making a joke, kind of kind of to get everybody laugh again, he said um, uh, that even in his death, Kobe was still... Um, was still kind of messing with him. Uh, he said because uh, now uh, that he got up there and was so emotional, he said he's going to have to look at him as a crying meme for like at least three to four years. Um, yeah, I saw that clip. Yeah, and so that was really funny. And he talked about their relationship. Shaq also spoke and talked about their relationship over the years and how a lot of people always try to pin pin them against each other and how they kind of played into it. But when it was really time to get down and dirty and play. Uh, he said, whoop some ass. They they would do it and kind of give each other a wink. And so and that was special to see. Um, at the end, they played Dear Basketball, which was his Oscar-winning short film, um, before Jimmy Kimmel uh, delivered a tearful farewell. And then when Jimmy, when it was over and Jimmy said goodbye, everyone started chanting, Kobe, Kobe, um, really, really, really loudly. Um, it was a phenomenal way to do it and I love that they got to let the fans in on it and um, it was really cool that we got to see it see all the clips and watch it on TV um, also it's important to note I don't know if you saw this Grace but Vanessa Bryant yesterday filed a wrongful death suit against the helicopter company um, she's seeking damages for loss of love, affection, care society, service, comfort support, right to support companionship um, socially or moral support and expectations of future support and counseling also for loss of financial support and uh burial and funeral expenses um the helicopter didn't have the proper equipment so that's why she's um filed that wrongful death suit um and yeah and it in the i read the suit and it really details a lot of how the pilot should have made some better decisions which is really sad because he you know He's not here to speak for himself, but um, right. I'm sure other families will follow suit, especially ones that don't have the same financial means that the Bryant family does. Um, so I think I think she probably wanted to start that off and do that to kind of signal to everyone else, like, it's okay if you want to do it as well. Um, she kind of had to be the one to do it first, I feel like. So um, really, really interesting. It was a great, like I said, a great memorial and they will be remembered for a lot a lot of different things totally um that's all i have to say about that yeah once i work up the strength i'll watch the speech but it's gonna take me some time yeah, yeah. it was a long it, it was longer so definitely buckle down and get ready for that um do we want to talk about harvey weinstein really quickly sure uh, you guys may know Harvey Weinstein, the kind of Hollywood mogul, um, over the past couple of years, he, he kind of back in, I want to say 2017, 2016 kind of ignited the Me Too movement. Um, more than 80 women have accused him of some sort of sexual misconduct, rape, sexual assault. I mean, 80 different women have come forth. So, um, it's pretty crazy. We, I think talked about it a few weeks ago, whenever we talked about how Gigi was in, um, might be having to go to jury, be on the jury, which she wasn't. Um, but on Monday, the movie producer was found guilty of rape in the third degree for a 
um, rape in 2013 um, that Jessica Mann filed, and um, for and he was also um, found guilty for committing a criminal sex act in 2006 against Mimi Haley in the first degree in New York City. So the first degree um, of sexual of criminal sexual act against Haley. Um, will land him anywhere between 5 to 25 years in prison. And the third-degree rape charge um, could have him on um, probation for up to four years. It's been super interesting. The judge does not like Harvey. It's very known. Um, this case has been in the media for years now, and so I would think it would be very hard not to have a bias against him. Um, and so basically how this will work is his charges will be stacked, Um it's, it's also kind of important to remember that there were, I think, four or so other counts that he was acquitted for, which means found not guilty of. Um, so he only got these two charges in New York, um, but they'll stack. So basically, he'll have to serve one first and then the other. So, I mean, he's going to do jail time. Um, his hearing is on um, March 11th. Um, he's 67 years old. Um so more than likely he will be in some type of jail prison for the rest of his life. After his charges were announced yesterday in court, he was um, taken to a prison in upstate New York at Rikers Island. Um, they took him to the infirmary at the prison due to a back injury. He's also been said to have some heart issues. A lot of people think he's just playing into that um, in the media uh, to gain sympathy, so it's interesting. I don't know if you've seen, he's been walking around on a walker all the time. Um, somebody, okay. I saw a tweet that said something about good luck in prison with your walker, Mr. <laughs> okay. Weinstein. Um, again, he was acquitted, oh, sorry, I said four counts. He was acquitted for two counts of predator sexual assault and an account of first-degree rape. So there were three charges that he got off on, um, and it's interesting because those crimes that he got off on were the ones that were more serious. Um, so take that as you will. Um, the Time's Up Association called this a new era of justice. His lawyers are filing an appeal. Um, he was really shocked, it seemed. Um, and uh, also it's important to note that he now will still have to go to L.A., and deal with the charges that he is being faced against in L.A. So again, he's going to be spending time behind bars, if not the rest of his life. That's the update on that. I mean, everyone has their opinion, but 80 women. It's a lot of women. And again, I say yikes. Yikes. Um, okay, let's do Song of the Week. Let's do it. Um, I definitely know what mine is. Tell it. Come on. It's called What's Poppin' by oh. Jack Harlow. My brother showed me this song. It has been on repeat. And it, like, I'm already, like, envisioning my TikTok dance for it. Oh. It's so good. Um, speaking of that we're talking about TikTok, did you know that I kind of went viral on TikTok? Wait, really? One of my, um vlogs I think let me look it got I know it got like 17,100 plus views um anyways it's really funny it was a hunting vlog and now a lot of hunting accounts follow me 
Oh my god. Um, I, yeah, I need to like brainstorm my content because I haven't um watched too many TikToks because it's so addicting that I try yeah, to like you'll get a hope. Yeah. Um but well I I'm working on it. Yeah. I have a like a hard time. I feel like I wanna do some like skits or like the words that say like when a so and so Oh but I have a hard time thinking of like funny scenarios. So yeah. we'll see. We might just stick to dancing. Well, I can't and wait to watch this. It's half the time. Yeah. We need to follow each other. Um Yeah, we do. My song on the week. It actually came out a few weeks ago, but whatever. Uh, it's called Golf on TV, featuring PJ Sachs by Lynn and Stella. Lynn and Stella, my yes, wife. You know? I love that one. It's super good. Like, the title is really... Like, whenever I saw she was releasing a song with that title, I was like, what? Golf mm -hmm. on TV. But it's like a story, and I like it. I love the writing. Her writing yeah. is so good. So, mm -hmm. I highly recommend. Um, um, saved on Instagram? Yes. Okay, let's do it. I'm pulling mine up right now. Okay. I'll start off with something I actually just posted on my story, um, and you sent it to me. Uh, Lady Gaga today posted a little billboard. Where did it go? And she said, quote, Stupid Love, the new single by Lady Gaga, out Friday at midnight. That is pretty exciting. Guys, like, she hasn't had really much music since A Star is Born. Yeah, definitely not, like, solo work, really. Heck no. I'm so excited, dude. I've I never sent something to you so fast. Oh, my God. I'm so freaking excited. Like, I, lo I love to break the news to friends. As I was to hear No Time to Die by Billie Eilish. Wait, say that again. Almost as excited as I was to hear No Time to Die by Billie Eilish. Mm, mm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Good comparison. Um, I love breaking the news to friends. Like, whenever I see something, I try to send it to people as fast as possible. So Yeah. Um, mine, this is super interesting, and I re it really made my day. So, Jake Paul, YouTuber, mm -hmm. Hannah Mojo's husband, tweeted on Saturday and said, Almost had to cap Zane from One Direction because he is a little guy and has an attitude and basically told me to F off for no reason when I was being nice to him. Zane, I know you're reading this. Stop being angry because you come home alone to your big-ass hotel room. Ha, 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 ha. Now, if you guys remember Zane, One Direction, left One Direction, been dating Gigi Hadid off and on for many years. We never really know if they're together or not. I honestly can't remember. But Gigi... Literally clapped back at Jake Paul and said, LOL, because he doesn't care to hang with you and your embarrassing crew, embarrassing crew of YouTube groupies, dot, dot, question mark, home alone with his best friends like a respectful king, because he has me, sweetie, unbothered by your irrelevant, ugly ass, go to bed, dot, dot, dot. <laughs> Savage. So good. I'm so dead by that. And like, Gigi really only speaks up for the people she really loves, which I'm not surprised that she loves him, but I think it's just so funny that she just, like, casually was, like, it was so good. Such a good clap back. Yeah, I was dead at that. I'm bowing down. Also, I feel like Home Alone with his best friends like a respectful king is something you would say. Yes, honey. 
Um, my next one was posted by E! News, um, mm-hmm. and it is Beyonce singing Halo at Kobe's um, mm-hmm. memorial service. Just, like, her voice, dude. Yeah. Just, like, chills down my body. Like, wow. So good. So good. Um, okay. My next one, on Friday, all at the same time. Jane Anderson, Matthew Perry, Perry, Lisa Kudrow, Courtney Cox, um, Matt LeBlanc, and David Schwimmer, aka the Friends cast, Monica Chandler, Phoebe, Rachel, Joey, you know, the gang, all posted in unison the same photo and said, it's happening, dot, 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 and they tagged HBO Max, which is um, a new streaming service coming to HBO this spring slash summer. Can they not just stick with HBO Go? Or maybe, I don't know, they tagged HBO Max. Mother trucker. The yeah. streaming services, it needs to stop. Yeah, there's too many. There's too many. I need like a bundle with all of them. Same. Yeah, we all have to talk about that another time because I could really rant about that. Um, Same here, Cade. And so basically they announced and they posted on their story that a Friends reunion special. So not like a reboot where they play the same characters, but a reunion special. They've been in talks for a while to do something, and I think they couldn't really figure it out. And so obviously they figured it out now. It's very exciting. Like, I have just been super lit about it. Also, the shout-out to Comments by Celebs. They literally posted every comment, I'm going to send it to you, that uh, celebrities made on the on one of the six cast members posts. And so you can see collectively how everyone is oh freaking God. out. From Chris Jenner to Sophia Bush to Gwyneth Paltrow to Reese Witherspoon to Aquafina to Anthony to Aaron Foster to Charlie Puth to Nick Vile, Elizabeth Banks, Kate Hudson, Sarah Hyland. Like, everybody. The whole world is literally freaking out. Oh my gosh. So good. So I'm very, 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 very excited about this reunion. Oh my god, same. I'm beyond. Okay, my next one, we will go with... Oh, Harry Styles posted a, like, preview to what appears to be a music video for Falling. And he said, Falling, coming February 28th. I was so excited. Yeah, it has really similar, like, lighting and vibes to the Adore You video. Mm -hmm. So I'm excited to see. That's my favorite one on um, on his album. Really? Mm-hmm. Mine's Cherry. I relate to it a lot. Yeah. Um, okay, my next one. Last week was kind of the week of Bieber um, on mm-hmm. the Late Late Show with James Corden. I think that they called it something about like that. Um, he was on there every night doing something from Carpool Karaoke to being interviewed to the food truck, the yummy food truck. And he did Spill Your Guts or Feel Your Guts, which I've probably said on here before. That's like my favorite thing on late night. It's basically they have a bunch of weird, gross food, and you either answer the question that you're asked or you have to eat the food. Mm -hmm. So Justin Bieber was asked which of his wife, Hailey Bieber's famous friends, was to rank them in order from best to worst. Mm -hmm. The three friends he was given was Kendall Jenner, Gigi Hadid, and Cardell Levine. He ranked them Kendall, Gigi, Cara. 
And so he didn't have to eat bull penis. That was what was in front of him. Okay. So Cara Delevingne posted three things. She posted the clip with a swipe over of then her walking the Victoria's Secret fashion show with Justin Bieber in the background singing, looking at her like she's a snack. And then a, a selfie of her and Justin Bieber. And she captioned it and said, now versus then. If you have nothing against me, then why don't you just unblock me? Love you, Haley Bieber. He should have just eaten the bull penis. Yeah. And it kind of seems like it might be a subtle dig because he obviously probably doesn't like her because she took Taylor Swift's side in the whole Yes, thing. I was thinking the same thing. Um, so bold of her, but that's why we love her. Yeah, d did either of them say anything? Because I was, like, watching their no. social media for, like, yeah. two days. A bunch of people commented on it. Celebrities, her girlfriend, Ashley Benson, who I love, Jay Wow, Todrick Hall. Uh, I saw that. Yeah. But just like Haley or Justin no. Bieber. Okay, interesting. Yeah. Okay. Um, my next one, Billie Eilish posted six days ago. She's in a Burberry look, and you guys know mm. that I live for Billie's looks because when she wears a designer, honey, she wears a designer. Mm-hmm. Always. And she did a Burberry look at the Brit Awards, and she doesn't have the green hair in the photo. She has, mm. like, a tan almost on the top. It's, Ooh. like, almost as if she took the green out with the bleach shade. Ooh. So, yeah. We were just talking about the green hair last week when she had it at the Oscars, so yeah. I thought that was worth mentioning. The Brit Awards was lit. Did you see all the um, Lizzo and Harry content? Yes. Oh my gosh. And then Lizzo starts chugging his tequila and then somebody spills wine, a wine glass that on his table. Is the, the friendship I'm here for. So good. So good. They've so uh, Everybody at the Brits looked really good. Lizzo wore that like chocolate. We might have talked about some of the Brits last week, but she wore that chocolate dress. Yeah, so good. Um, my next one, this past weekend in Tree Hill, North Carolina... The cast of One Tree Hill reunited. I'm not really sure why they were oh, there. God, I gotta send that to my friends. Can you send that to me? They're yes. obsessed. Yes. They were all there except for Sophia Bush and Bethany, um, who plays Haley. Uh, and Sophia Bush played, oh my gosh, the name's escaping me right now. Uh, oh my gosh, why can't I remember her character's name? That's very sad. I'm so sorry I don't remember. But That's sweet that they did that. Yeah, they were all there. They went to Trick, which was like the bar slash restaurant that they all hung, hung out as. But everybody, I mean, Chad Michael Murray, everybody was there. Um, super That's cool. And I, you, you love to see it. Her, uh, She said, I got a job when I was 20 years old that gave me some of the most important relationships and experiences of my life. Thick and thin, our shared history has been a cornerstone in my life. Love you guys. XXX. That's everything. Yeah, yeah. And I'm really. not even a One Tree Hill fan like that. Yeah, really, really good. Okay, amazing. My next one is um, Kim Kardashian posted a fitting pic. I love when she does those, like, behind-the-scenes uh, photos from her fittings in her closet. Mm-hmm. Sorry, it's being difficult loading, but it's her in a red dress with a long slit up the leg, and it's by Roberto Cavalli, and I was just, like, living for it, because oh. I feel like Roberto Cavalli was such, like, an early 2000s thing, mm -hmm. and I haven't really seen anyone bring it back yet, so I was like, oh, that's kind of iconic. 
Of course, she's doing that. She looked amazing, and I was like, whenever she posts these, I'm like, why was that not worn? Because it's everything. Oh, I didn't see that. Accurate question, though. Yeah. Kim always does it so good. I know. Um. Also, Brooke is uh, Sophia Bush's character on One Tree Hill. I just remembered. Okay. Um, for everyone that out there, that, that, that that's out there listening, like, how does he not remember? It's Brooke. Um, I don't know if I have any more. Do you have any more? I have one more. Okay, go for it. Young Blood posted. <laughs> oh my gosh. I know. Wait, I think I sent this to you already. You might I, have. Like everyone who knows, I'm obsessed with him. It was him on some magazine, like, cover. Guys, I don't even know what the magazine is. It's called ES Magazine. Never heard of it. But he looks <laughs> incredible. And I sent this to my friends, and they were like, are you okay? Oh, the pink hair. I, that's what I was like. What? He dyed it with Kool-Aid. Oh. I, like, yeah, I sent it to my friends, and I said, like, hot or something like that. And they were literally like, are you okay? <laughs> I mean, I kind of thought the same thing. <laughs> um, I'm sending you a... This is happening live. Someone just posted a picture of Lady Gaga that looks like maybe from a music video. Oh. Oh, my God. I'm so excited. Also, speaking of music videos, The Man by Taylor Swift music video is dropping on Thursday. Oh, that's going to be epic. Yeah, that's going to be good. We have a lot of good women delivering some... Some kick-ass things this that week. That is the tea, honey. That is totally, totally the tea. Okay, well, this was fun. Yeah, it was fun. I'm going to go and really try to get my life together. I'm going to go and really think about what I'm going to eat tonight since I'm giving up cheese and chocolate for lunch. Oh, yeah, what are you going to eat? Dude, I, like, really wanted a warm brownie with ice cream, but now I'm, like, I kind of want in and out and I'm planning on going to yoga tonight, so this should be interesting. Wait, you are going to yoga? Yeah. Hmm. Okay, well, best of luck I to you. This might be looking a little punk. <laughs> <laughs> I just love all, all this All right, stuff. on that note, we'll see you guys next week. Okay, love you all. Bye.